Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. The Patriots have traded their backup. They already traded Jacoby Brissett to the Colts. So now they are trading their backup and Jimmy Garoppolo to the San Francisco 49ers in exchange for their second round draft pick in 2018. That second round draft pick from the 49ers likely to be the 33rd or the 34th overall pick. So effectively, it's almost like a first-rounder. The first two picks of the second round, almost like another first-round pick for the New England Patriots. What will the Patriots do? We'll get to that in a minute. But Tom Brady was asked about this decision at halftime of Monday Night Football by Jim Gray in their weekly interview, and he had this to say about the deal. Well, Jimmy's a great, you know, was a great teammate, and he's a great friend, and he always will be. And, uh, you know, I want nothing but the very best for him. He's earned the trust of his teammates and the respect of his teammates, and that's all you can ask for as a player. Are you surprised? Well, you know, these this is the time of year where, you know, we've been a part of a lot of, you know, trades our team has over the years. And, um, you know, again, as players, we try to show up to work every day doing the best we can do. And, you know, a lot of other things take care of themselves. And when other teams want you know, good players, whether it's coming to our team or leaving our team. I mean, that those are the types of opportunities that present themselves. They come up. So, like I said, Jimmy's been a great teammate and a great friend, and uh, and he always will be, and I, I want nothing but the very best for him. That is Tom Brady on Westwood One with Jim Gray explaining his thoughts on the trade there that sends Jimmy Garoppolo to the San Francisco 49ers. Okay, let's talk fallout. And and there may have been news come out about this. I don't think there has been so far. The Patriots, obviously, are in the market for a backup quarterback. Who is their backup quarterback going to be? Do they 
even though Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick are big Trump guys, remember that Belichick wrote a letter for Donald Trump that Trump run, read the night before uh, his election, the final rally that he had in uh, New Hampshire. He read a letter from Bill Belichick endorsing him. Remember that Robert Kraft has given substantial sums of money to uh, Donald Trump. Do they decide to go get Colin Kaepernick as the best available backup quarterback? Could Kaepernick fit in the New England system where, frankly, a lot of guys who you always heard, man, this guy's difficult to deal with, showed up and then they basically got in line and didn't create a stir. Whether you're talking about Randy Moss, Corey Dillon, there have been a lot of guys over the years who have found a way to fit in the Patriot system, even though they may have been considered malcontents everywhere else before uh, before that point. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If I were on the playoff committee right now, to me, this is the collection of teams you have to put in. I would actually have Georgia as the number one team in the country because I think Georgia has played the most difficult schedule of any undefeated team. They went on the road and they beat Notre Dame. They have uh, consistently dominated everyone on their schedule. Number two, I would have Alabama. Now, Alabama is, I think, the best team in college football, but who's the best win for Alabama so far this year? Texas A&M, and A&M's 5-3. and three. Colorado State, Fresno State. I mean, the Alabama team has not played very much top competition so far. Now, down the stretch, they'll play Mississippi State. The Mississippi State's pretty good this year. They're 6-2. and two. They play at Auburn. Auburn's pretty good, no doubt. And uh, they play LSU this weekend. So you got three of the best teams that Alabama will play in the regular season, plus the tide is set up to play Georgia in the SEC title game. So they're going to add a lot of difficulty to that schedule in the final five games that they will play prior to the playoff. But right now, I think that Alabama and Georgia are both going to make the playoff. I think that the SEC is going to become the first conference to put two teams into the playoff. I don't have a lot of doubt about that. I feel like uh, Alabama and Georgia are the two best teams in college football right now. Okay, and especially if, if, if Georgia loses. 12-1 Georgia is not getting left out of the playoff given all the other resumes that potentially we're going to see out there. Uh, my third team, who would I have at number three overall in the college football playoff right now? May surprise some people, Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame has one loss to my overall number one team in Georgia. It's by one point. They have beaten every other team they played by two touchdowns or more. They have dominated. Now, they have a very challenging final four weeks of the season. They just came off big wins over USC and NC State. Now they play Wake Forest. Then they go to Miami in what could be a rematch of the Catholics versus Conflicts. Uh, sorry, Catholics versus Convicts. Uh, histor- historical rivalry there. Could be an amazing game. And then they finish with Navy and with Stanford on the road. So I think if Notre Dame gets to 11-1, and it's going to be very hard to leave the Irish out of the playoff because arguably their 11-1 and resume would be the best one-loss resume other than Georgia or Alabama of any team in college football. In the four spot, this is where I think it gets difficult. Do you take best or most deserving? Because if you take best, I think right now Ohio State is the fourth best team in college football. But if you take most deserving, then I think you have to take Oklahoma 
Because even though they lost to Iowa State, who, which, by the way, doesn't look like an awful loss now, even though they lost to Iowa State, they went on the road and beat Ohio State. I heard Baker Mayfield talking about that this week. So those are my top four in college football. The top three I don't think are very difficult, Georgia, Alabama, Notre Dame. The fourth spot, I think, comes down to an intriguing question. Do you take best or do you take most deserving? Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Top five, bottom five. NFL coming up near halfway point. I don't think we'll consider this quite to be the NFL halfway point because most teams have not played eight games yet. So we'll probably do midseason awards next week. But we can do top five, bottom five right now. And let's start off with top five. I don't think there's any doubt. Top two, Eagles and the Chiefs. Uh, In the third slot, they haven't been that impressive, but they continue to win, and I think you can rely a little bit on their quarterback. I've got the Patriots at three. I've got the Steelers at four, and I have got the New Orleans Saints at five. Now, I know you Vikings fans out there may be upset about this, but I just believe more in Drew Brees than I do Case Keenum or whoever else the Vikings are going to trot out there. So those are my top five, Eagles, Chiefs, Patriots, Steelers, Saints, and then I've got the Vikings in the sixth spot. Uh, let's go around the horn here. Jason Martin, your thoughts. We disagree. We have number one right. I've got Pittsburgh at two. They beat Kansas City already. They have the exact same record as well. So I've got Pittsburgh at two. I've got Kansas City at three. Definitely like their football team, but I've got them at three. Then I've got Seattle at four after a pretty impressive win, picking up this guy for the offensive line. That is huge. Dwayne Picking Brown. Dwayne They've got Brown. a left tackle now. Yeah. Yep. That is a big deal to try and protect Russell Wilson. I think that they are rounding into form right now, and I've got New England at five. So we do have a little bit of a uh, difference this week. All right. That's my top five. Uh, D- uh, Danny G, anybody else you think should be in the mix for the top five? Well, yeah, especially after they smacked my favorite team around. would think the Buffalo Bills would need to be in there somewhere, maybe six. Uh, yeah, I just I don't believe in Tyrod Taylor. I mean, uh, so to me, when you go now at this point in time where you've got all these different teams, I, I to the extent that I am being unfair, it's I'm picking quarterbacks that I have belief in right now. And I believe in Carson Wentz based on what I've seen. I believe in Alex Smith, who uh, prior to last night did not have a great game statistically, but was on record to have the third highest quarterback rating of all time if he continued the same pace that he was on. Obviously, I believe in Brady. I believe in Roethlisberger. The reason why I have the Steelers down at at four is because they've proven that they're a little bit erratic. They lost to the Bears. They lost to the Jags. And then I believe in Drew Brees. So my top five, uh, I'm pretty confident in. uh, Bottom five. Uh, Let's go. uh, This is actually a team that, to me, has been maybe the most disappointing team in the NFL so far this season, other than the Giants. The Giants, obviously, a lot of people thought could make a Super Bowl run. They've been awful. The Bucks. I don't hear a lot of people talking about Tampa Bay, but if we go back in time, the Bucks were two and one with the Patriots coming to town on Thursday night football, if I'm not mistaken, in Tampa Bay, and the Bucks lost that game, and they've lost every game since. They have lost four in a row. Jameis Winston looks very mediocre. Um, potentially, even there may be some whispers down there. Is Ryan Fitzpatrick better than Jameis Winston right now? I know the shoulder's a little bit messed up, but Jameis Winston, I've got the Bucks at the bottom five at 28. I've got the Colts at, uh, at 29. Who knows what in the world's going on there with Andrew Luck. We'll talk about that with Alex Marvez in hour two. Uh, in the uh, 30th spot, I've got the Giants, and then rounding out the bottom two worst teams in the NFL, 
I've got the 49ers and the Browns. I don't think there's even that much uncertainty about the bottom five teams in the NFL. Jason Martin, how does your list compare here? Bucks, Giants, Colts, 49ers, Browns, exactly the same thing as you did. This AC joint for Jameis Winston is really, really causing problems for them. I expected a much better season for them and obviously the Giants. The bottom three are pretty easy, although it'll be very curious to see where San Francisco is in this ranking in about a month because you get a quarterback in this league. It's not like the 49ers have been blown out. Now, they got crushed, obviously, by Philadelphia, but and they got beaten badly by Dallas. But other than that, they were in three-point or less losses over and over again. You add a quarterback to that mix, maybe that team turns it around a little bit, wins some games, and gets out of our cellar. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. The John Gruden segue there is pretty great. And obviously we had Monday Night Football last night with the uh, the Chiefs taking care of the Broncos. Really interesting news that broke yesterday. Uh, Jim Miller, who wrote a book on ESPN, it's an oral history of ESPN. If you are in the market right now as we move towards November and you're getting ready uh, for Christmas season and you've got somebody in your life who is interested in sports or sports media uh, kind of business, the intersection of media and business. It's about the growth of ESPN from this no-name cable company in 1979 when it was founded in Connecticut to the uh, entertainment and sports colossus that it become, became in the 21st century. Interesting article out saying basically that ESPN might not be able to afford to continue to pay for Monday Night Football. The ESPN executives, through the Hollywood Reporter decided to leak the idea that they may not re-up for Monday Night Football at ESPN. Monday Night Football runs out in 2021, and this is something I've been writing about for a couple of years. ESPN's business model is completely collapsing. And to give you a sense for how bad that business model is becoming, Nielsen came out with their estimates for everybody out there who subscribes to cable or satellites. And in the month of October, which is traditionally one of the strongest months for cable subscriptions in the entire calendar year. Why would that be? Because sports are taking place in October, and October is typically the best sports month of the year. So if you're a big fan of uh, baseball, if you're a big fan of football, if you're a fan of the NBA coming back, if you're a fan of the NHL, all of them get rolled in together and take place at the same time. ESPN lost 480,000 subscribers, according to Nielsen, in the month of October. Right now, ESPN pays $2 billion a year for Monday Night Football for one playoff game, a wild card game that's always the worst playoff game, and for the rights to use highlights from the NFL during their other shows. They pay $2 billion a year. I think there's a very good chance that Monday Night Football on ESPN disappears in 2021 and goes to Amazon or it goes to Facebook or it goes to Google or it goes to Apple. One of these big tech companies out there is going to buy that. I feel really good about that. I'm going to unpack this a little bit more as we start Hour 2, but that John Gruden lead-in is there's been rumors and in fact, if you go on Bet Online right now and look at the favorite for who's going to be named the next University of Tennessee football coach, John Gruden is the favorite right now at plus 250. 
Uh, that means, you know, two and a half to one, he's paying out. That's down from 20 to one when these odds were initially announced. And some of you out there are like rolling your eyes. They're like, there's no way this is going to happen. Well, if ESPN is going to be making cuts again, and they are soon after the first of the year, if they're going to be firing people, and if you look at the overall uh, landscape right now, maybe John Gruden's job at Monday Night Football isn't actually that secure, and maybe he wants to get back into coaching. His wife, former University of Tennessee cheerleader, he met him and met her in Knoxville when he was a graduate assistant, and his son is currently enrolled at the University of Tennessee. Could the timing be right for John Gruden to come back and coach football at the University of Tennessee? Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.